Welcome back to the Nutanix Community Podcast with Dwayne Lesnar and Angelo Luciani. Let's get started. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope this year will be the best year yet for you and your family. Let's continue to look forward and stay safe. This week on the podcast, I chat with Case Baggerman and Aditya Call. We chat about a topic that's been very hot in the last year or so, end-user computing, and in particular, NVIDIA GPUs and benefits to end-user computing. There's a lot to go over, so with that, let's join the conversation. Okay, welcome back, everyone. New year, and I'm so excited to have Case and Aditya on the podcast to kick it off with something new for for folks to to hear about. It's NVIDIA's um, GPU with Nutanix and uh, the benefits of that around um, end-user computing. So great to have both of you on. Thank you, Angelo. It's good to be back again. Yeah. How, how was, uh, how was your, uh, how was the end of 2020 and, uh, how's, uh, 2021, uh, doing for you? <laughs> um, I, I took a liberty to take a, a few days off. Uh, so that was, uh, that was a good ending of, uh, of 2020, uh, except for the fact that when you think you, uh, you take days off, you don't have to work, um, that was not really the case. So I, I actually did some work, but physical work, uh, which is good because it, it sets your mind to something else instead of the uh, the continuous worries and, and hustle of, uh, of of a tech company. How was how was that for you, uh, Ditya? Hey, thanks thanks for having me uh, on the show, Angelo. And uh, my 2020 end was pretty much very similar to what happened in the entire year. So did nothing different. Uh, just maybe stayed at home a little more than usual. Yeah. Uh, which is which is saying something. Uh, his his hoping that twenty twenty one ends up being ends up being very very different. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Well, we're kicking it off great. I have to say, we're starting it with a, a great podcast and uh, two great guests. So, um, Aditya, I thought maybe you could start and sort of share with us what's new around the Nvidia's uh, GPU with Nutanix. So I think uh, it's it's not it's not something that's completely new. It's it's a topic that's uh, familiar and it's it's gaining ground uh, as we speak. And some of the things that we've spoken about in terms of 2020 happened uh, are contributing to this. So uh, the, the sort of the focus of uh, today's conversation is around uh, how do GPUs help uh, VDI, right? How does how does GPU accelerated accelerated VDI uh, help the customers? Uh, uh, and and you know what is Nutanix doing uh, within that opportunity, and you know how are we really helping customers benefit from uh, all of this? So uh, so you know so what's new is that we've recently, uh, by recently I mean December uh, to twenty twenty, uh, qualified a couple of new uh, Nvidia Quadro RTX CPUs, uh, the RDX eight thousand and the RDX six thousand uh, passively cooled GPUs. And uh, these are uh, these are some of, these are some of the n- newer uh, variants from Nvidia, which are uh, mainly positioned around uh, you know designers and any sort of workload that really require a demanding graphical performance uh, over VDI uh, and even otherwise. Uh, we've always had uh, GPUs in in NX nodes, and this is sort of an addition to the story. It's an evolution to that story. It's it's not really a uh, it's a completely new one, and. Uh, What's uh, interesting is that aside from just the uh, just the roadmap, right, uh, from NVIDIA and Nutanix, we're also doing a lot of things in software. 
uh, you know, most notably the HV that's uh, contributing to an improved performance and better features for customers that, that they can actually benefit from and use in their uh, real life. Uh, so, so what what do you really get, right? Uh, so, start with you know for for a start, uh, you can you can get the GPU that you like on the platform that you like, right? I mean, you could buy obviously Nutanix NX series, which is uh, super micro branded Nutanix appliances. You could buy HP, you could buy Dell, or you could buy anything else uh, that we end up supporting. So it's 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 there's a lot of choice, uh, and depending on which way the customer wants and what their preferences are, they can definitely get uh, what they really need. Uh, we have uh, we have a somewhat flexible licensing around VDI, uh, so uh, you know you, you you kind of pay per user. It's it's not it's not always code driven. So depending on how many people are concurrently using uh, or expected to concurrently use your VDI system, you kind of uh, you kind of get a nice saving if you uh, go down that go down that licensing road. And uh, uh, Nutanix obviously has the AHV, which is an integrated hypervisor. Uh, it it allows you to uh, tweak certain things along with the GPU configuration, aside from improving the overall TCO story, because it, it's something that we provide to customers and there's no licensing cost attached to it. Uh, and uh, one of one of the uh, sort of benefits of AHV is that it, it allows you to do certain things, which, which uh, we'll talk about later, but things like uh, uh, there's this new technology in AHV, which, is, which allows you to map or provision uh, multiple vGPUs to a single VM, for example. And that's that's super useful when you're running workloads which are very performance intensive, large workloads typically where you probably want a full GPU to it, but you don't really want to run that. Uh, you don't really want to run that uh, kind of architecture, so you kind of use one VM and map it to multiple vGPUs, right? Now, uh, now why is why is all of this interesting, right? I mean, why why do we care, and you know what's what's the direction that the market is ta- uh, taking? And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that a little bit uh, now. Uh, so I think there are there are two sort of mega trends, uh, so as to speak, that we are seeing. Uh, the first among them is is what's what's driven from COVID. Is is what's is the entire work from home situation that's happening in all parts of the world. More and more people are uh, you know living at home, working at home, not really going to offices. So anybody who had access to a, a graphical workstation before now has to. Uh, you know, do with uh, remote VDI supported via GPUs, right? So that's that's definitely one trend that's uh, that's picking up and uh, you know driving a lot of uh, customers to move into this architecture, right? And uh, the second uh, mega trend is, is more around uh, more around the everyday user, right? So I think what what we're starting to see is that uh, even everyday applications like you know the operating system or Office or Web or whatever else that you use is starting to become a little more uh, graphics intensive. And uh, I mean, what, what that means essentially is what was good in 2015 is no longer good in 2020 or 21. And there's definitely a, a, there's definitely more pressure on the system to provide better latency, better visual graphics uh, to the customers, right? Uh, something something else that we've, we're starting to see in the market is that there are, uh, you know, for example, there's, there's a lot more 4K monitors that are being sold uh, than there were before, right? So I mean, that market has been growing like crazy. Again, uh, you know, going back to the mega trend I spoke about, that hey, there's a, this this a requirement for better graphics uh, over VDI, and that that's uh, coming from two separate things. Uh, so that's that's sort of the uh, overview of things and, uh, and why we are doing what we are doing. Uh, I mean, and sort of adding the context for what we're going to talk about today. Great. Um, 
Case, how does how does this help e, uh, end user computing or VDI? I know um, in my in my case, you know, I did a little bit of VDI in the early days, um, but I, but there was never really an emphasis on on I guess on the graphics card back in the day. It was just you know just bringing up a simple desktop. But now things have uh, totally changed. So what are some of the um, how does this help uh, e, EUC? I think uh, you're absolutely right, Angelo, and I, I think Aditya already uh, slightly touched uh, touched upon it. But if you look at um, the um, evolution of, of the desktop, um, five, six years ago, we were happy with just offering a, a virtual desktop that could be accessed from any device, any place, anywhere. Um, and what we've seen so far is that we moved along from from having a client component uh, like a receiver or an agent on the endpoint to something uh, natively in a browser, HTML5 driven. Um, so it, it 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 became easier to access these these desktops and these services. Now fast forward a couple of years, and we see that workloads are getting more graphical intense. Not just the uh, the application landscape, but also the Windows operating system. If we compare Windows Seven to Windows Ten, and, and I know there's a great um, uh, research out there uh, sponsored by uh, by Nvidia in this case, where we sh- where we saw that there's a, um, a significant imp- um, demand. Imp- um, um, higher demand in graphical resources just by moving from Windows 7 to Windows 10. So not not just the application landscape, but also the foundation, the operating system is just requesting more, uh, more and more resources. Now, adding a GPU can definitely help in, in that case, right? So uh, looking at the overall utilization of a Windows 10 desktop um, compared to a with a GPU and, and without a GPU, uh, that's a massive difference. And that's what we've been testing so far. So uh, you already kind of uh, hinted towards the the new RTX boards that were uh, that were supporting, so the six thousand and the eight thousand. Uh, my team was lucky enough to uh, to get their hands on a couple of uh, RTX eight thousand boards and uh, a, a piece of software called Nvector, and that's a piece of software from uh, Nvidia. And uh, what they've done is they uh, they've created a um, they looked at the market, looked at uh, all the tools out there, and they kind of defined that. The tools that are out there for uh, benchmarking and, and testing and uh, user computing were great in getting the resource consumption on the the, the desktop that uh, that you're connecting to, not from to, and the, the backend services. But it did not recognize the actual perceived performance on the endpoint, which means that if you're looking at a graphical intense workload. Um, from a backend perspective, it might seem perfectly fine, but on the front end, as a uh, user looking at it, it might show artifacts, it might show uh, degraded kind of visuals. So that's something that NVIDIA recognized, and uh, they, they created NVector, which is their own testing tool. And it's uh, it's actually a pretty nifty tool. So what, what they do is they color code, they send in a, a like a little... Um, uh, barcode of colors and they measure the colors so you they know when there's an artifact or degraded performance on the on the endpoint because they're able to measure those colors in, in that kind of barcode that they have um so we've been using nvector to actually show and, and measure the um the enhancement that you would get from a user perspective uh, which again is an important thing to do because 
everything that you do in end user computing is focused around that end user and, and the services that they receive. So we did a um, we ran a couple of tests, and in this case, we were running on uh, on the uh, NX thirty one fifty five G sevens um, with the um, newer Cascade Lake refresh CPUs. Um, those were equipped with with all flash systems, all flash SSDs, and each of the nodes had a uh, had two RTX 8000s in them. So, from a client perspective, we used Windows 10 with four vCPUs and eight gigs of RAM, and we used client vGPU profiles um, um, uh, on the uh, back end of the one and two gig frame buffer sizes. So, we tested the impact of 48. Client VMs running the the two gig uh, profiles, which basically is the equivalent to using two 4K monitors. Like Aditya said, we're seeing a massive uptake in in kind of 4K and and all those larger resolutions. Um, and we tested 64 client VMs running the one gig profile, which is equivalent of one 4K monitor. And um, we ran a workload kind of concept of um, of of that. Uh, or a a knowledge worker workload of of that conceptual workload. And what we saw was um, a reduction in CPU utilization of 31% when uh, running at 48 VMs and about 29% for 64 VM testing. Um, So that's a, a massive decrease of CPU consumption, which is great because that way we're freeing up the resources to do something else. So, Adding a GPU actually lowered the overall CPU utilization on the system, which makes the the system overall more responsive and, and better to use for uh, for end users. So more importantly, what we notice is a twenty eight percent reduction in latency. So between clicking and actually receiving the action that you just um, uh, executed, we saw a reduction of 29% uh, uh, or 28% latency. So that means the system, from a user perspective, was actually operating faster than before. And that's something that, uh, that you're not able to achieve with GPUs. So overall, our testing showed that when you add a GPU to the system, you're lowering the overall CPU utilization, but you're getting the frames faster to the endpoint and thus uh, massively increasing user experience from that that perspective. Yeah, and it's it's always interesting when, when things move or, or seem faster, folks sometimes don't even realize like this is all virtual. Like that's that's the beauty of it, right? That's what that's that's where the that, that kind of aha surprise moment happens. Maybe more in, on the IT side where the folks are like, yeah, we're we're really delivering for for our end users, and that's great. Now I'm going to go off script a little bit, and if I'm and if you know if I'm a, a sysadmin and I want to and I want to get started, like I hear all these you know uh, speed increases, greater uh, functionality, and I want to get started somehow. Like what 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 is what is there? Is there a, a way that I could get started in a small scale just to kind of maybe prove it out or, or, or um, test out a small group in my, my, my organization? Um, is there even a test drive with, with Nutanix at the moment? Um, uh, test drive will be a little bit harder, but you definitely can. Uh, if, if, you're, uh, if you have GPU-supported nodes right now, then you can um, uh, 
you know, get in contact with your um, Nutanix folks or the NVIDIA folks and see if you can get loaners. Uh, those are quite uh, common in, in, in kind of the system. And you can start off really small and, and just a few of the, these desktops. And that's actually how I um, typically tell people to uh, to get started to get started with this is start small, make sure that you test this, make sure that you actually use real world examples, real users, because they will notice the difference, right? If you go on and, and do a synthetic benchmark, that, like I said, they're not able, a synthetic benchmark is not able to get the user experience. Well, you and I will probably see that there's no longer artifacts or Teams is now suddenly responding so much faster or Zoom is working the way it should. Um, those are kind of the, the metrics that you'd be looking for. And that actually helps you do the sizing as well. Because if you look at NVIDIA GPU, it comes with dedicated pieces of, of frame buffer. So it's a chunk of frame buffer that is predefined. And uh, you can kind of uh, get people into these chunks uh, but you need to get a, a grip of sizing. And, and obviously, we can help you kind of define that. But real-world data is gold in, in this case. And if you look at the overall solution, it's it's quite an investment if you look at Nutanix and NVIDIA and the licensing and all of that. Um, so we want to help you get it right. And that's by doing a actual proof of concept and measure the, the performance data and, and get the, uh, the consumed... Uh, resources. And with that, we can actually get you um, um, the best kind of uh, return on investment on, uh, on, on, uh, on Nutanix and NVIDIA together. Yeah. Always uh, great to get out of the gate starting, starting right. You know, it's um, it, it may, may take a little longer, et cetera, but at least, you know, um, you're, you're starting off on the right, right foot. So that's great. Um, I know we touched on a few of the, um, the larger trends in the market, you know, COVID, um, and just the end user experience, how we're seeing users move to like 4K monitors, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I have a 4K monitor. So yeah, I, you know, that, that's a, that's a true point. Yeah. yeah. And I know, yeah, you, you, you have dual, dual. Yeah. 4K? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've got, I've got a serious case of screen envy. So I've, yeah. I've got multiple 4K monitors here. Yeah. Yeah. And I know some of our colleagues even have like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, 37, 39 or 43 inch monitors. Uh, I, now I don't know if those are 4k. I assume, I assume they are, but you know, <laughs> but my, my primary monitor is a, a 43.3 inch widescreen huh? and it's, it's not 4k, but it's, it's almost 4k. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good enough for me. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, um, so, so what do you, what do you, fo- what do you two, uh, see as the future of, of GPUs like in, in use cases? I know, um, I know remote learning, um, is something that's, um, hit its stride, let's say in, in during COVID. Um, is there anything else that you got that you folks are seeing out there? You know, one of, one of the, and I'll, 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 uh, take a step first to teach if you don't mind. One of the things that I'm seeing more and more is, um, the the slogan that Nvidia is using for a while now it's compute by day um, or sorry uh, VDI by day and compute by night, which um, is a, a clever way of kind of utilizing the resources that you have at hand. Um, I know that there's a um, um, uh, there's a uh, an institute here in the Netherlands. It's uh, it's the the National uh, Research Against Cancer, and they're running VDI 
And what they're doing during the day, all of these uh, GPU resources are assigned to desktops, right? So people log on and they get a, a GPU-enhanced desktop. But when the system, uh, when people are logging off and going home, um, these GPUs are sort of un- underutilized because nobody is actually using them. So they shift them from uh, the VDI perspective to the compute perspective and use them again for rendering and, and actually the calculation calculations to do uh, research against cancer, which is a, uh, a great example of, of um, utilizing the equipment that you have and the, 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 um, the, the opportunity and the, the, um, the possibility to do um, more with what you have. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's definitely something that I'm seeing more and more. Um, in fact, it was, it was uh, with one of our customers just recently was a requirement to actually um, be able to reuse the, uh, the resources that they acquire uh, for additional research. Yeah, I love that sort of multi-purpose um, thinking. Um, you know, I've heard stories uh, like that in the past as well. And it's it, it also, for those uh, in IT that really enjoy the orchestration and automation of things, that also feeds into their, um, their, their passion, right? Where you can orchestrate and moving from VDI to, to uh, computing, uh, et cetera. So yeah, that, that, that's really, really cool. Aditya, did you have, did you have anything else to add? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll sort of add, I mean, a great example, by the way, case, I mean, I was, <laughs> I didn't know that and that, that made a lot of sense, but uh, I mean, what we're essentially saying is in general, right. There are, there are certain industries like, you know, who do CAD uh, or media, you know, the rendering and stuff. They've always had demand. I mean, it's, it's, it's a function of their roles and, the way they do business and that that demand uh, is definitely growing but there's a there's there's another sort of set of uh, sort of use cases that are uh, creating right a lot of for example a lot of university students are not going to colleges right so everything that they were doing is now uh, is now a vdi and in a lot of cases that requires gpus uh, and uh, everything that we said before i mean that that that, that still applies so I think I think all of this is sort of creating uh, some sort of perfect conditions, right? I mean, I, I won't I won't call it a perfect storm just yet, but it's it's creating the conditions that are required for a lot of growth in VDI that's accelerated by GPU and a lot of interest in uh, GPUs uh, themselves. And uh, I mean, that's that's I mean, we're seeing a lot of we're seeing a lot of uh, folks who are really interested in evaluating GPUs. I mean, when they're refreshing their systems from uh, you know five years ago or seven years ago, they're definitely looking at GPUs as something they can evaluate and use. And you know, as as Kay sort of spoke about earlier, uh, and and also I I suspect finance is also uh, might be a big um, big user of. Um, of GPUs, just you know, with multi monitors and 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 feeds from all over the place. Um, so finance has has always been a uh, an interesting workload because if you look at the NVIDIA specifications, they support up to four heads. So that means four d- different displays. And typical of finance trader desktop would have uh, up to eight desktops or eight uh, monitors. So what we're seeing now, and that's that's something that uh, that's definitely changing because of the high resolution systems that they can uh, acquire today. Uh, they're switching back to lesser displays, which now brings in GPU. So uh, at forehand, like two years ago, uh, GPU was kind of ruled out because it it had a maximum of four displays. Now, because they do less displays, but more screen estate because of the higher resolutions, GPU comes in and is a part of that discussion. That's great. I, I didn't even think, I didn't even uh, consider that. That's uh, super interesting. Wow. Yeah. And it just goes again to show how 
how technology is is changing uh, over time, which is uh, which is always fun for all of us in in tech. That's great. So, uh, you, do you want to share a, a real world example around um, GPUs? You leveraging them in the uh, in the organization? So, um, w- one of the the recent um, discoveries that we just did was uh, with working with a uh, with a prospect. Um, they, they came from a system without GPUs, and um, uh, this was a uh, an organization that was heavily using a planner application, and that planner application was based on uh, on HTML. So their employees would go into that planner and 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 follow a process. And uh, this was based on on terminal server RDSH or um, server VDAs, depending on kind of uh, which technology stack applies to you. Um, and in this case, it was Citrix server VDA, so it was a, a terminal server environment. And what happened to them is when two or three users on that system, on that VM, would be using the planner, uh, that rendered the whole VM just barely usable. So the CPU spiked up to 80, 85% and, and everything got sluggish. So like if, if 20, 25, 30 people were using that VM, then those three actively using the planner application were impacting the user experience of everybody else. Now, that's not an ideal situation, especially not considering the fact that this was a uh, line of business application that was used by, by a, a big chunk of the, uh, the user work. Now, what they did is they they ran a POC, um, like like mentioned before, right, to do the the sizing and make sure that the resource consumption is as as expected, and uh, they added GPUs to the system, and all of a sudden the CPU stopped spiking. So instead of going to eighty eighty five percent, it it barely uh, reached above above ten eleven percent which made the whole system a lot more responsive. Process was still kind of um, the, the period of time as, as before, but now all of a sudden when somebody ran that process, it didn't impact all of the user experience anymore. So all in all, they, they looked at that and went like, this is what we want. This is what we need for the next foreseeable future. And um, uh, what they also kind of realized is that because they added GPUs, they would lead need a lot less VMs uh, and thus nodes in their data center to host that same workload because CPU was their bottleneck and they took that away by adding a GPU. So with lesser nodes, they could host the same kind of workload and I, I, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a techie, so money and and TCO and ROI comes second to me. But I know a lot of people would appreciate a a good TCO ROI on adding these GPUs. Aditya, did I uh, did I leave anything out there? No, I mean that's that's a that is a great summary, and I think uh, I mean the cost of ownership is is important as well for the uh, for the team there. But yeah, that that is accurate. Okay, great. That's. That's awesome. So uh, I encourage folks to check out the blog post that's that will be released soon. Um, we will have some resources in the show notes uh, for folks to check out. And of course, you can ping Case and myself and Aditya on Twitter uh, at any time. Uh, and with that, thanks. Thanks, guys, for, for jumping on today. And um, this is a great way to start the new year. And I'm sure that we'll, we'll uh, have you on again soon. So thanks so much. Thank you, Angelo. Thank you, Angelo, for having us. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to check out our online community at next.nutanix.com. It's a great place to ask questions, read blogs, get information on upcoming user group meetings, and stay up to date with education and certification. 
As always, from your friends here at Nutanix, have a great week.